0: Welcome to the First Right Podcast, the weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration Pack. Today we're joined again by Garland Favorito, a man at the forefront of finding out what happened in the 2020 election. Garland has graciously agreed to explain those findings to our viewers. Well, all right, Garland,
1: welcome back to the show. So great to have you back on. Thanks to be back. It's great to be back on Restoration Pack.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Appreciate so- you having
1: me. Yeah, well,
0: hey, just, uh, you know, you had the press conference and uh, some pretty startling stuff there. So just just talk us through that. Let's hear about the press conference. What was going on there?
1: Well, we've been hearing for six or eight months that there's no evidence of election fraud in Georgia. Uh, we, first of all, had the sworn affidavits that there were counterfeit ballots since November 16th, uh, counterfeit ballots in the Fulton County Audit. Uh, but uh, this press conference, uh, it was a result of us getting access to the ballot images. These are the low resolution, 200 DPI, Dominion ballot ballot images, and we found all sorts of problems with the Georgia audit that weren't uh, reported and had been suppressed. And some of the major problems we had involved uh, massive errors and and even some fraud. So. The first uh, item that we noticed that was really bad uh, was the incredible 60 percent error rate. Um, Sounds ridiculous, but the way that uh, that's computed is that if you look at each batch, each batch is about 100 ballots. If you add up the votes for Donald Trump or Joe Biden and the total number of votes in each batch, 60 percent of the time the reported results don't match up to what is actually in the ballot image. So that was uh, incredibly uh, high error rate, 100 times more than what it should have been. The next thing that we uh, found was the uh, falsified tally sheet. So a tally sheet is what the auditors use when they count the ballot and then they fill out the number of, of votes for each candidate in a batch. So. In a batch of 100, a tally sheet, uh, you know, let's say there might be 60 uh, votes for Joe Biden, 40 votes for Donald Trump. They throw out the tally sheet. Well, we look at the tally sheet. The tally sheet says that's 100 votes for Joe Biden and zero for Donald Trump and zero for Joe Jorgensen. So that that was not just an error. Somebody falsified those because there were many uh, uh, many uh, tally sheets, that seven actually that had 100 to nothing for Joe Biden, even 150 to nothing for Joe Biden, and even 200 to nothing for Joe Biden. So that was a, a couple of uh, another key point. And then the third key point was the fact that we found many duplicated ballots, thousands of, of duplicated ballots, ballots that were, that were the counts were duplicated in the audit count, the audit results. So, Uh, Yeah, exactly. 4,255 is what we found. That number has since gone up. So thirty-three hundred ninety of those were for Biden, 865 for Trump, and I think 43 were for Jorgensen. So net impact was that Biden picked up 2,500 votes that were not his in the audit. So those were some of the things. There's a couple more things that we found too that we, if you like, we can go deeper into.
0: Yeah, no, I want to go back to the the whole uh, duplicates piece. And so, do you think that that was one person running multiple ballots through, or there multiple people doing it? I mean, what's your take on this based on what you've seen so far with the duplicates?
1: There were definitely some that we know are duplicate scanned. There are hundreds that were duplicate scanned. Um, others were duplicate reported, but may not have been duplicate scanned. Uh, so we're still trying to investigate each one of these batches to figure out exactly uh, what the, what the deal is, you know, wh- where they scanned twice, where they just reported inaccurately. And we don't really have final counts yet, but we had enough that we thought that we needed to get this information out to the um, American public.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so mm-hmm. on that tally piece with the audit, so just to be clear, that, that is, uh, that's within the audit itself where you have uh, these packets that say, you know, 850 for Biden, zero for Trump. And you've through there, it's like not even close to that. So that, you know, is, that's correct. Right. And if that's correct, that sounds yeah. that's like total intentional fraud.
1: Uh, exactly. And see when we originally thought about that. We thought we thought that actually the images were incorrect and there was some kind of a problem with the computer voting system. Um, or its tabulation. But as you mentioned, Dan, it's actually uh, falsified tally sheets. And the tally sheets have to be intentionally falsified. There's no way that anybody would make a mistake like that. And consistently with 100 to nothing, 150, nothing, 200, nothing for Joe Biden. That's just not, uh, that's not an accident for us.
0: Yeah. And so now we're in the space where you're kicking over these rocks. And uh, we talked about this last time. I thought you made such a great point about it. As you said, hey, you know, it's not so much the people like me and my friends are trying to figure it out or, you know, the other side, the far left. It's like resistant to it. It's the establishment, the right. establishment Republicans, establishment Democrats. And now you got this guy, uh, Sterling, who's the CEO for Raffensburger, And he's like, bad, eh, nothing to see. You know, this I know we're going to some other stuff here, but that's what the approach is starting to be, right? Even though it's like, hey, here's some intentional fraud, the same people that are now have they have got to triple and quadruple down on what they've already said before, and they won't come off of it. I mean, are you starting to gauge for how this is going to work now as you come up with some more and more proof?
1: Yeah, well, suddenly, Gabe Sterling has gone quiet. Uh, so to some degree, he's been you know, very vocal until we actually laid it out here last week, and I haven't heard much of a peep out of him uh, after this, because there really is no explanation for it. Uh, So uh, the other pushback uh, we get, of course, is from the local news media. They are just unwilling to tell their readers the truth about what we found, and they're trying to sugarcoat that um, by saying there was only a couple hundred ballots that were duplicates, and they're totally avoiding the issue of the 60% error rate and that literally falsified tally shades. They just won't report that down here locally, even though it's a national news story.
0: Right, right. It's crazy. So back to the the ballot images. So you're in the process of waiting to take a look at the actual ballots versus the images. Uh, I think that's correct. And so Right. So what are you to, what are you expecting when you get to that place where you actually get the ballots? Uh, what, what more are you going to see and how is that going to progress in your mind right now?
1: Yeah, so um, good question. We, we've got the 200 DPI and that's uh, stretching it. It's a compressed image. Uh, then that's we're able to edit uh, to uh, kind of audit the audit with the 200 DPI images, but they're not good enough to uh, determine. Uh, the, whether or not ballots are counterfeit. You need a 600 DPI for that. And that's that's what we're after uh, to get that 600 DPI. Uh, and, and then we can uh, determine whether or not these ballots are in fact counterfeit.
0: And so when do you think that's going to happen? What's the timing on that? I know you're kind of, it's a little bit delayed, right? I mean, you've only got the images and you're waiting to look at the actual ballots. It's a court piece, right?
1: Yeah, exactly, Dan. So, uh, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get the, uh, well, we'll probably have to go back to court. We actually might get to go ahead without even going back to court. So, probably next month, uh, there are some motions in play that might slow us down again. And um, the splitting up of the, uh, the defendants actually will help us, we think, so, um, uh, there's, you know, less resistance, um, on some of the individuals. So, uh, I, I, w- I think we would get this all, you know, ready to go by August. Uh, I would, I would hope, and then we can, we can go forward.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks again for pushing it. I know it's hard when you're doing all the court stuff, but you're, you're, uh, you're diligent and tenacious and we need more of that. So, um, Hey, uh, so you said, I think it was in a tweet that you plan on revealing more fraud in Georgia. Um, than what you've got now. So you want to do that on the show? Is that something you're, you're willing to do now? Or if, and if you're well, not, you know, when is it going to happen and things like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, we're, we're a couple weeks out from, I think, our next announcement. But I think that you can expect to see this type, these types of, of errors and fraud from fraud in other counties. Uh, in fairness to Fulton, as bad as they have appeared to be, uh, they're not the only county with these kinds of problems. Uh, the problems are somewhat inherent in the way that the audit was set up. Even though the audit was the right thing to do, it was set up with uh, a, a little, probably five different fatal flaw. And, uh, you know, for example, nobody could have pallied, uh, falsified a pallet sheet if they had had uh, a Republican and Democrat at each table like they were supposed to. Right. Some counties did that. Some counties did better than other counties. Fulton was not uh, one of the good ones, obviously, but, but they're certainly not alone in uh, having problems with the way they conducted the audit. So I think you'll see us come out with more information in the next couple of weeks. And we'll, we'll show uh, here's some problems in this county, in that county. And the, what this all leads to is the fact that we do really need a statewide audit. So that everybody knows what the results of the November election is, and also the January election. Um, so if we can audit it, everybody can be, you know, comfortable, and you know we can agree that the right people uh, won, or either they didn't.
0: Right, and that's the point of the whole exercise. And exactly.
1: uh, <laughs> so, do
0: you think we're going to see more and more states around the country do these audits? You know, everybody's watching Arizona and Maricopa County right now. But do you think this is the the way of the future here now.
1: Yeah, it it, it seems to be because there's so much uh, national doubt. There is just is always ever since November. There's been tremendous doubt, and the only way you're going to solve the doubt is to make sure that the results were in fact correct or correct them, one or the other. So it, the the elections have to be audited. I mean that's. Uh, and most most states don't have appropriate audit procedures so we're going to have to make sure that's done because otherwise if we can't have legitimate elections we, we don't have a country so it, it's got to be done and you know, the government officials have just got to accept the fact that the, their responsibility is to run legitimate elections in their state and we won't settle for anything less
0: That's right that's right this is where the narrative, Which I hate that word, the narrative, you know, of everything. The narrative of this starts bumping up against math, right? And that's where people don't like it. It's like, you know, the narrative is two plus two equals five, but you know, this spreadsheet over here says two plus two equals four, and so there's a whole bunch of people heavily invested in a narrative, and then you start showing them that they're wrong in the numbers, and boy, it gets pretty heated. You know, they start coming after you, and uh, you're probably seeing that now too, right?
1: Well, uh, so far, we haven't gotten uh, attacked too much. Uh, we, we've had, um, we've been exposing the news media down here for false information. So uh, we've been kind of, uh, you know, so they say that the best, uh, the best defense is a good offense. Right. So we have been on the offense against the local news media and we're going to keep it up. Um, because we're not going to let them get away with deceiving the people of Georgia, um, and without a fight. And you know, we're going straight to the uh, the executives of, for example, the public broadcasting down here, and we'll go to probably the executives of some of the other news organizations. And if they keep, you know, fabricating this, these false reports about us, and 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 lying, but. So far, it hasn't been that bad, you know. We, I mean, the we have gotten no pushback from Democrats. Most of the Democrats, as you've already said, Dan, are you know, they're for election transparency down here, at least the grassroots. Sure. As you said, as you said, the problem is with the establishment, uh, both Republican and Democrat parties. So that's what we hope to be able to clean up, and then we can have legitimate, transparent, verifiable, auditable, and recount-capable elections.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the ideal, right? That's where we got to get to. Got to get back to the confidence. And, you know, watching all this play out in Arizona now with that state senator, you know, kind of breaking the seal and saying, we need to think about calling the electors back. You know, this is where it's going to start getting a little interesting is if, if if it comes down to this place of like, well, that's just not, the whole thing's not real in this state. And then, you know, who knows where that goes? But uh, it's uh, if it keeps going across the country and, and uh, you being here at the forefront of Georgia where things are really heating up. Um, you know, it's commendable work and we're really glad you're doing it. We want to encourage you to hang in there.
1: Thank you, Dan. Uh, we appreciate it. And we appreciate all you uh, y'all are doing to help us out. And uh, also your, you know, your listeners and they uh, help us out with donations at voterj.org donate tab. Uh, you know, all that money goes to the inspections and to the attorney's fees. I don't take any, you know, a penny out of it from my own personal use. So, um, so again, thank, thank you for having me on and, and for all y'all are doing to spread the word. It's incredibly helpful to us.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to have you back, I'm sure, because there's more to come. So Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again for coming on, Garland. Talk to you soon.
1: You too, Dan. Thank you.
0: Well, all right. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget, working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. So until next time, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe now at restorationofamerica.com
1: slash First Right or text First Right to 1-312-820-9167.